0: You can't fix a plane that's not in the air. You can't fix a plane that's never flown before. It just doesn't it doesn't work that way. You don't know what's wrong with it if you don't at
1: least set it out there. At one point, you know, the best in the world were just beginners you You have to understand that. Kevin and I at one point were just beginners.
0: every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was number 955 last week's live Q&A. How do I say no to certain things without feeling guilty? As you become more successful, saying no becomes a very, very important thing to practice. Today, for episode number 956, we are talking about choosing progress over perfection. So, hold on. Please hold one second here before I get going. Uh, If many people out there wait to start something until it's perfect or it feels perfect or it feels right, and if you're waiting to start perfectly, you're probably going to be waiting forever. So Taryn walked in the office yesterday and she said, babe, tell me about this Next Level Hope Foundation thing. And I just started laughing because this is typically how many of our conversations go. I said, I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on. And she said, what do you mean? And I said, well, it's the first time we've ever done it. It's the first time we've ever done it. So we're taking messy action and we're just kind of figuring out what has to happen as we go. And that's what this episode is about. It's about the importance of messy action. We were going to put that in the title, but I don't know that everybody knows what that actually means. So I want to make sure that you actually click on this and then we can give you the value. But anytime you're starting something new, you got to understand that it's going to go wrong. And it's usually not going to be as good as it could be if you we're perfect with it, but you're never going to be perfect with it. I use the video game analogy, Alan, you've heard me say this a million times. When you start level one, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what buttons do what you don't know where to go. You don't know where the boss is. But when you get tools in level one, you can use those later on in level two, level three, level four, level five. So many of us are afraid of failure. And that's why we feel like we have to wait for perfection. But there's There's no such thing. And even this, whether it's us switching to StreamYard and having a a different backdrop or us switching microphones or us switching cameras or us doing seven episodes a week instead of six, whatever it may be. Every time you make a switch, you are creating the opportunity for a jeffing, but that's par for the course. It's never going to be perfect. You have to focus on the progress over the perfection. So what did we do? We said, all right, we're going to do a charity event for Boys Without Fathers. Next Level Hope Foundation. That's what that's for. We're going to do an event on Father's Day. Okay, cool. We are going to take messy action. We're going to put it on the calendar. And then every single week, myself, Alan, and Jen are going to meet. And we're going to talk about, okay, what are the logistics? What's the location? What's the budget? How much are we trying to raise? What is the day going to look like? And every single week, we meet and make sure that it gets prettier and prettier and prettier as it goes. But you have to ask yourself this question. What is one thing? What is two things? What are five things that I am waiting on? Because I am afraid they're not going to be perfect. It's Maybe it's your book. Maybe it's your podcast. Maybe it's your first coaching client. I have seen this so many times, Alan, with podcasters. I'll check in. I'll check in. And they say, yeah, I'm just waiting on this. Uh, I'm waiting on my certification to come through. I'm waiting on my website to get done. I'm waiting on whatever, whatever it is. And I always say, just start. You're losing so much opportunity by waiting for these things to be quote unquote perfect. You just got to start. You have to start because you're losing out on so many lessons that would help you build progress faster. So Today's goal, the point of today's episode is to help you understand messy action is one of the keys to your success. It might not seem like it in the short run, but when you start to build up the understanding of messy action and what it does for you, you'll adopt that mindset. And next time you have the opportunity to take a chance at something, you'll do it a lot faster. And you'll realize, okay, look, it's not going to be perfect. I should be focused on the progress far more than the perfection.
1: Kev, uh, I don't feel like messy action is something that was super hard for me at the beginning of this journey, but I, I think messy action is something I've always sort of taken, mm. whether it was snowboarding or basketball or whatever. Um, at the beginning of this journey, I used to talk often with you about fail forward, messy action, just momentum is everything. I, I think I use the word momentum like 80 times a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, for I just want to ask you, how did you overcome this need to look good? Because I think I think that's it. I really do. I think people don't want to look like failures. I think I'm to of to a detriment willing to look like a failure. Mm.
0: I don't know. I I think part of it is because I was with you. I was I was thinking about that today. So much of what I've adopted in terms of my mindset, my beliefs, what I teach other people is based on what you've taught me. So I think that's an important thing. Is I had somebody in my corner who showed me who showed me it and then we practiced it together. That's one part of it. But I think remember for those of you who don't know, Alan and I lived in Jacksonville, Florida for a month a few years ago. And the reason we went down there is because we had a mentor who lived there and his house was set up for success. There was a whiteboard in every room. There was multiple TVs. It was it was great. Multiple cameras. It was the like launch a studio, house. The, the launch house. Alan and I went down there because we were going to do online courses. That was our goal. Our goal was to do online courses. Now, I think part of it, Alan, to answer your question is my intention is never for it to be perfect. My intention is for it to be done. And I think you've helped me adopt that. But even back then it was like, my goal was to get this course done. That's it. I never said it had to be perfect. I never said it had to be the absolute best in terms of quality. It was, let me just get this done because I know that done is better than perfect. And I think you and I have done that, you know, over the past five years, more than most people, because we have the opportunity to do it. But I don't know. I don't know. I think that's, that's part of it. And I think part of it too is you can't, you can't fix a plane that's not in the air. You can't fix a plane that's never flown before. It just doesn't, it doesn't work that way. You don't know what's wrong with it if you don't at least set it out there. You can't, you can't fix a boat if you don't put it in the water and say it either floats or it sinks. I, I think you just have to put stuff out there. And I think that you and I have just done enough content at this point. I really think that's probably that's probably the biggest thing. But I think you helped me. I think you helped me understand that it's it's just a blip in time, really. It really only matters if you stop. I know. In this weird way. But it's so hard to explain that without... I don't know that I have a really good story for it.
1: You know? I think... Uh, I was thinking about this. It's It's... I remember hearing a quote one time where, if you're not embarrassed by the first product, you launched too late. And I'm embarrassed, I I, I often uh, say this, I I had a series on my YouTube way before Kevin and I got together, this is like the very first YouTube video I ever created, and I had a bunch of different series, I had real life superheroes, I had real talks, I had a couple different things, and they were really terrible, quite frankly, they were really bad, uh, compared to the content we create now, but I remember the first time I ever recorded this real life superheroes video, it was so much harder than I thought it would be. Uh, I had a, a friend of mine, he, we've interviewed him on the show, his name's Ryan Bliss, and he's a director, he directs films, and Kevin and I have actually watched his films, and he's a perfect example of messy action, because we watched three of his films, the first one was called Winter Harvest, the second one was called uh, Rot, the third one was called Clover, and then he had a feature film we interviewed him about, called Alice Fades Away, and, and the first film, Winter Harvest, it might as well have been a home home movie, like, that was shot from, you know, a very... Regular camcorder, but by the feature film, I mean it was really high production Hollywood level stuff, but real life superheroes i I hired him didn't hire him i I asked him for help. I remember he showed up with lighting and equipment and the camera he told me what equipment to buy. I bought a nice camera um DSLR and all this stuff <clears throat> and I remember the very first time recording in front of this camera I was so bad. I was so bad. I remember I was at WPI, and I was using one of the upstairs rooms of an old building that I used to I used to study in, and it was an empty classroom. And I was in front of a whiteboard, and I I had a superhero shirt on. It was real life superheroes, and it was going to be about why we are so drawn to superhero movies because they're all unique. They all have a weakness that they transformed into a strength, and they all serve others. And it's a pretty cool concept, but the, the way I delivered it was just brutal. It was really, really bad. And if you were to go and look at that on my YouTube, I don't think you can now because I think I have it marked as unlisted, but it's I look like a little kid in comparison. But at the same time, you have to understand that if I didn't do that video, like we wouldn't be here today in a way. I think that's the hardest thing to grasp is it was painful to watch that. It was painful to launch that. It was painful to be made fun of. I mean, I was pretty bad, honestly, at this. And I think it's important for people to understand that everybody starts out pretty terrible. I mean, it's such a simple idea. It's such a simple concept. But you've got to realize that, you know, Sean White at one point wasn't a good snowboarder. At one point, you know, the best... In the world, we're just beginners. You you have to understand that. Kevin and I at one point were just beginners, and here we are with all these episodes, and and we're far better speakers. And and this is you know something I'll say as well. Kevin and I did a speech two days ago, and we always do a performance review after, so we call each other and say, "Hey man, how, do you, how did you think that went?" And Kevin didn't think he did very well, and I immediately started to foam roll and review it, and I actually thought I did a pretty pretty good job but i very rarely feel that way i want people to really understand this very rarely do i feel like i did a really good job i i I, kev what's your take on that can you explain to our listeners like we don't get off these mics and like think we crushed it can we like pull back the curtain on this for a second
2: hi my name is john larito and i just wanted to uh, give a big shout out to kevin Palmieri. i had uh, reached out to him he had been referred to me when I had shared with a friend of mine, some interest in uh, doing a podcast. And he said, you've got to use Kevin, he's fantastic. He's the best around, he'll get you started and off the ground and and uh, soaring high in no time. And take it from somebody who knows nothing about podcasting other than maybe saying a few things, but as far as behind the scenes, the startup, everything, I knew nothing. Uh, Kevin was phenomenal in terms of leading me through the whole process and not just easy to work with, but really, really knows this stuff. A great combination between leading me through all the stuff I had no idea what I was doing, but also really listening to me and understanding what it was I was trying to accomplish and what my vision is. So whether you're looking for somebody to to help you and get you started or somebody, as I've done, where I'm putting it entirely in his hands because I've got total trust and confidence in him and he is a true pro and easy to work with, any of those ends of the spectrum, you're going to have a lot of success and a lot of fun working with Kevin. Trust me. Thanks.
0: I honestly now more than ever think this all has to do with, I don't remember what episode number it was. Was that last week? Uh, no, no, no. No, it was Wednesdays. Who should you compare yourself to? I am convinced that's that is why. Because if okay, if you start a podcast today, first episode, you should not compare to Alan and
1: I. No, you should compare bad it to idea.
0: our first episode. Right? Awesome. If you are nine hundred in something episodes in, you can compare to Alan and I. Yep. But if you really want to unlock your potential, you have to compare to. And I don't even want to say unlock your potential. If you really want to have an accurate thought process, you can really only compare to your potential because you comparing to us does you no good if your potential is not where ours is. So I think, Alan, the reason you, and this is something I think I'm starting to adopt, unfortunately, unfortunately in the short term, fortunately in the long run, (laughs) um, I think you've always compared to your potential. Because I think you subconsciously know that your potential is greater than most without ego. I'm not saying that from an ego place. I think I'm starting to do that of like, I don't care if I'm better than somebody else. It doesn't doesn't matter. Because number one, I should be because I've done more episodes. So it doesn't matter. It's almost like if we get off here and I'm like, well, I'm better than, I did better than blank. Insert any name. That doesn't matter because I'm trying to be the best version of me. And I think that's why you and I will never really feel good because we'll never actually maximize our potential. And I think if you're listening out there and that doesn't resonate with you, maybe you're not at that process yet. Maybe you shouldn't be. Because early in, you don't know where your potential is. Kind of. Right? Like when we started this, Alan, I had no idea. I didn't know that I'd be as good as I am now. But I also didn't know that when I got 956 episodes in, I'd be thinking of like, how good can I be? not comparing to somebody else, but how good can I be as a human being? I think that's why you and I get off here. And I already felt that way in the beginning. It was like, that was kind of a crappy story. Like I should have gone deeper into the story. It wasn't great. It wasn't a great opening. I felt that way, not based on how somebody else would have done it based on how I should have done it as the best version of myself. That's what I would say to that.
1: It's so interesting because after that speech, Kevin and I talked and um, I didn't feel very good about it, but I didn't feel terrible. Kevin didn't feel very good about it, and and what's interesting is I reviewed the speech. It's very strong. Like, objectively speaking, statistically speaking, it's a very strong speech. And Noel and Dan, shout out to them who had us on. They thought it was unbelievable, and so it's really important to kind of realize that that compared to our old speeches, that was a fire speech. Mm. compared to what we are capable of, it's never really going to feel that good. So you kind of have to understand that, but I digress. Choose progress over perfection. Go into things knowing that it's an infinite game. Let me explain this quickly and then we'll we'll jump. Kevin and I want to be the best podcasters that we can be. That's an infinite game. That never ends. That's a journey that has no port. But this podcast episode is a finite game within the infinite game of trying to be the best podcasters we can ever be. So don't judge your identity and dictate your identity based on one finite game when it's just everyone has a bad game. Wayne Gretzky had bad games. You have to understand the aggregate. Everything's an aggregation. That that real-life superheroes video that's absolutely horrible in comparison to this episode started me on this journey. And would I be here? And that's the great philosophical question we should all ask ourselves. Would I be here if I didn't do that? Would Kevin and I have ever gotten together and done Conversations Change Lives? And then the Hyperconscious podcast. And then the Conversations Change Lives meets Hyperconscious podcast. And then eventually at Next Level You. So this is what I wrote down and this is what I'll end with. You cannot succeed at anything at a high level without getting very, very comfortable with failing forward with taking messy action, and most importantly and most difficultly, difficultly, I don't know if that's a word, yeah. <laughs> um, with most difficulty, looking like a failure. Kevin and I looked like a failure for a very, very long time, and I'm not going to lie to you, it is better on this end. It's better now. I mean, I don't have any shame anymore when I say I'm a podcaster. I mean, when you're hurt in 125 countries and you have a half million people all over the world, it's there's no shame But in the beginning, when you're just a little podcast and you know you're not that good, that's the hardest part. In a weird way, the hardest part when it comes to this is over. And, of course, we have other challenges of how to handle 25 departments and a bigger team and all that. But you got to get comfortable with failing forward and, more importantly, looking like a failure in the beginning.
0: Alan, I'll tell this quickly before we hop off. I've never, I don't think I've ever brought this to the show because it's very much podcast coaching and podcast content, but I talked to somebody the other day after, after they interviewed me, they said, Hey, can I ask you a couple questions? And I said, absolutely, let's do it. And I'm always super excited about that. And they said, okay, I'm not doing YouTube because I don't know how to video edit. What do I do? And I said, just throw it up there. Don't even edit it. Just throw it up there. Doesn't have to be perfect. I said, "This is the example I want. I really want this to land for you." And this is what I said. I said, "Do you know who Bronnie Ware is?" And this person said, "No." And I said, "Well, Bronnie Ware wrote a book called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. She worked with uh, elderly people in in uh, hospice." And I, I kind of walked walked this person through it. And I said, "We interviewed Bronnie Ware four years ago, three years ago, whenever it was. It wasn't on Zoom. It was a still frame video of Alan and I sitting in our dark studio." interviewing her over the phone. There was no video, no pictures of Bronnie Ware. We put it on YouTube. That is on track to be one of the highest YouTube episodes we have. And it will be eventually. It will be the highest YouTube episode we have. Because at the time, Bronnie did not have any content on YouTube. So when you typed in Bronnie Ware, top five regrets of the dying, you saw Jeff and Jeff. And that's how we got a lot <laughs> of the listens. Imagine if we said, mm, it's not good enough for YouTube. We would miss out on, I don't know, there's seven, 8,000 views on that video, I think. Wow. Just by chance. We didn't do anything. We just threw it up there. So if we were focused on perfection, that never would have happened. And i that's what I told this person. I said, just throw it up there and that'll give you extra incentive to make it better. There's no incentive if it's just sitting in the closet collecting dust. There just isn't any incentive. So I wanted to add that. Okay. Uh, when is this episode dropping, Alan? I don't know. We should probably figure that out, huh? This episode is dropping... <laughs> 29th. Whose responsibility is that, typically? That's mine. Um, you know, I'm no, no, I know what it is. I just meant I just what date. Oh, I okay. believe, if you're listening to this, there is one more day in April. At least, yeah, there's two more days in April. If you're listening to this, it's the 29th. Tomorrow's the 30th. We are still doing, for the next two days, the $100 Amazon gift card giveaway. Leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Screenshot it, send it to Alan and myself, and we will enter you in that drawing. And then on... May 1st, we're going to pick a winner and we are going to send that person a $100 Amazon gift card. Thank you so much for those who have left reviews. Please, please keep them coming because it's helping us help more people. And that is the name of the
1: game. There have been times in my life where I had uh, been struggling. I was like, I'm not on point. I haven't been consistent. I've been skipping workouts, XYZ, feeling really terrible about myself. They're small and I'm grateful for that. But there were times when I just needed something. Uh, I remember I bought a course by Tim Grover uh, last time I was in a dark place. I just needed something to get me back on track. And he had a relentless course that I purchased. We have a free course that will get you back on track. Let this be the train tracks that can take you, guide you at least to the next level of your life. Clarity, consistency, community, commitment, and confidence. The five modules. This course took us 24 hours of our time. 12 hours each and we worked really hard on it. There's worksheets, there's modules, download it. It's completely free. Kevin wanted to charge for it. The link will be in the show notes and I promise you at very least it'll get you on track in a better direction.
0: Also, we have an app that is in pre-production. It's actually coming along quite nicely, so make sure you keep your eyes and ears out for that. I know so many people have asked about the peak performance tracker and how that all works and this is going to be a big part of that as well so there's a lot of things coming down the pipeline 2022 has already been a big year and it's going to continue to be a big year as always we love you appreciate you grateful for each and every one of you Um, I'm going to do it in a different order today Alan Uh, we don't have fans we have family tomorrow for episode number 957 three simple steps to setting and achieving your goals Mm -hmm. Alan Mm -hmm. say goodbye please reach out